Episode of Vinny makes the Hall of Fame case for dot dot dot, and it's the first one of this show here atop Mount Manitoba, overlooking the MTS Center, where the Winnipeg Jets will probably never win a Stanley Cup. But hey, you know it, it's altogether possible. You never know with the Jets; things can happen. And Vinny, since I think that's actually a pretty good segue, because what do you see at every Jets game? among every other hockey game what do you see well when it comes to any type of hockey game there are many things that are always consistent and in case you're curious guys this is ice hockey we're not talking about field hockey or deck hockey we're strictly talking right. ice hockey I, i'm a canadian Vinny. We, we don't ask that question that that's not a separation that, that that that's good so whenever you're hockey for anyone outside yes real hockey not any of that grass stuff there's always many things that are consistent. Um, the ice rink itself, as well as the borders around it, as well as the players that play. However, there's always one other addition that always comes on the ice, even when the players are not there. And that is the ice resurfacer, better known as the Zamboni. The you guys Zamboni. don't know, the Zamboni is the machine that cleans the ice before the players take the take the ice again and just layman's terms it looks like a giant steamroller basically it's a sting yeah. of a steamroller except it scrapes off the bad ice and puts it into snow within the machine and then sprays on new ice and squeezes it out you know i've never actually under, understood what that how that worked until this very moment i never even thought to look up how it worked uh now, Frank Zamboni is an interesting case, uh, A, because he actually is in two Halls of Fame already, probably more, but he's in the National Inventors Hall of Fame. He's also in the United States Hockey Hall of Fame. So it's, in many, yeah. Many halls. Yeah. In the Nismo Hall of Fame, U.S. Figure Skating Hall of Fame, World Figure Skating Hall of Fame, National Inventors Hall of Fame, U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame, and the U.S. Speed Skating Hall of Fame. So specifically what we're looking at is the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Now, the Hockey Hall of Fame generally does things right. You know, you don't see a lot of glaring omissions in the Hockey Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm sure there's a few people listening who could say, well, yes, there are. There's this, 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 and this. And, and I've got a couple myself saying that. But this is something that the U.S. Hall got right. Uh, and I, as I just learned now, the figure skating one, I didn't look that up, but, but the hockey hall didn't. Uh, but let's, before we get there, uh, let's take a little bit more. Like, where did Frank come up with this idea? Well, first you got to go back to his time growing up. You see, growing up, you know, with I, growing up in Idaho, he then moved with his parents to Los Angeles. And at that time, his brother George was opening auto repair shop. And then after he decided to trade at school, him and his brother Lawrence decided to open an electrical supply business. And then a few years later, they decided to have an ice making plant 
and entered the block ice business. Um, so he was with ice for a while, but by 1939, he realized that there really wasn't that much of a future in that business and the advent of electric operated refrigeration units. So they decided to let's use the equipment. Let's try to use it for something different. So let's try to use our equipment to open an ice rink nearby. And that's what they did. So in 1949, him and his cousin opened the Iceland rink. And the reason why is because it wasn't just because of the area that it was in LA, but because he found a way with the ice to eliminate any of the rippling caused by the pipes. So it was very, very clean. And to this very day, that rink is still run by his, his descendants. Now, there's not a lot of inventions that you could say are ahead of its time. Uh, this certainly was. Uh, the Zamboni first came into effect. I'm trying, I can't remember what year when I was doing my preliminary research. Uh, that's been around a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Around since 1949, mm -hmm. when he invented the machine that transformed the job of that resurfacer. This would have taken like five men to do it. It would take like like over an hour and a half just to, res to, just to resurface the entire ice. But Frank created the invention that made it done at most 15 minutes, probably even less. So let's look at the legacy of what this really did. Uh, so think about this. If this was how all, all, the, all the hockey games that took place before 49, mm -hmm. They're not resurfacing the ice. How no. many unpreventable injuries occurred? Countless. It's staggering. I mean, it, there's no way to even go back in the history books and figure this out. Uh, this could be, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put this in, in, in any kind of modern term. It's, it's, it's better than anything that any groundskeeper in baseball could have ever came up with easily it literally changed the game of any any kind of sport or any mm -hmm. recreational skill that you could ever do with ice this man changed the game he literally changed the way every single one of those sports are viewed mm -hmm. that's why he's in so many halls of fame it's because without him all these people would not be able to play the sport correctly. And, and, and it's still something that a lot of people, I don't want to say look forward to, but I mean, I, I went to a couple, you know, now that I'm back in an NHL slash AHL city. So, you know, watching, you know, the little kids even look at the Zamboni. It, it's a cool thing to watch, watch, watch all of that, all of that transpire. Uh, now, when did he pass away? I don't remember. 1988. From cardiac arrest. Right. So he lived lived a, certainly a long life. Uh, did he? What did he do after the creation of the Zamboni? Other than well, the Zam well the Zamboni was already pretty huge, and the machine evolved over time. He created brand Brantford and one in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. As you don't guys don't know, Brantford's in Ontario, and it, mm -hmm. it got big across the entire world. That's a big reason why the Zamboni is used in cage on everywhere else is because. It got popular all across the world with ice-based sports. But he did create another invention. He created a machine that removed water 
from Artifier. Also created one that removed paint stripes from the same surfaces, as well right. as one to okay. roll up and lay down artificial turf. In like this I man, okay. this man, you could make an argument. He could probably might even be in the football hall of fame just for nah. being the guy. But I would not go there. Yeah, I'm going to focus solely on the Zamboni because. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's what he's known for. As much as I can say, make a case for it. At the same time, I can't realistically make a strong, compelling argument as it's really just one sentence. It's not really something I would really go into much deep for. But as for his signature flagship invention, absolutely. Like, there's a reason why he's in all these halls of fame. It's because he is so synonymous with all of these sports all across the game. He's in the National Inventors Hall of Fame. Like, what more do you have to really say? Like, I have to admit, this is one when you when you said that this you wanted to do a hockey one and then you pitched this one. You know, Petty, you, you you pretty much tell me what you're going to do, mm-hmm. uh, unless I have a request, and then some. They'll usually honor that. Uh, <laughs> I I had to look up because I thought, I mean, isn't he already in? And and I guess it just seems like he should be, especially considering where else he is, where else he's honored, how he's revered now why do we think and i don't have a clue i don't have the vaguest clue other than maybe just people forget or take it for granted that maybe he's already in because you look at uh, the hockey hall of fame committee it's a basically i could be mistaken but i think it's only 16 people yeah i think i think it's around there 16 yeah. 24 around it's small small right. number. so all of whom have have been the beneficiary of the zamboni but have ne- but have never really thought of it uh, I, I don't know who the oldest person is on that committee, but let's say maybe it's Lanny McDonald who would be, I don't know if he's closer to 70 now, uh, but here's, so that's a 70 year old man who to his art, who's never existed without it in his sport. Yes. Is this why this is just a forgotten thing for whatever reason? Yes. In my personal opinion, I think it's because a lot of them just take it for granted and probably don't really think too much of it. Plus, considering that a lot of Hall of Fames already have him in already, more than likely, he, they probably just don't really think of him. They just kind of take it for granted. And I think it's a real shame because, like, especially if you're a longtime historian of the sport of hockey, which I'm not, but many people that are, mm-hmm. you 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 need to always appreciate the little things like, yeah, we may take the Zamboni for granted, but what would it be, What would the sport be like if you didn't have the Zamboni? I think eventually someone would have come up with it, but that's why like I said it was ahead of its time. I mean, that type of invention, that type of idea, that type of creativity, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's like when we look at technology today and you think like, how the hell did you put a man on the moon in 1969? Out of its time. You know, I mean, exactly. Well, exactly. It, it, it was just a lot of, uh, good old, I guess, American know-how, if you want to say it that way. Yeah, just very great, great ingenuity from lots of people. But at the same time, we can make make guesses of someone else that could have made it down the line. But the fact matters, Frank Zamboni <laughs> made made it. He made it. Yeah. It bears his name for a reason because he's the one that invented it. Yeah, we could do ifs and buts if someone could have made it down the line instead of him. But the fact matter is, we can't do that as he's the one that did it. Let me throw and something else. It, but... Let me throw another theory out at you. Uh, had this been invented by a Canadian, would he already be in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Obviously, he wouldn't be in the U.S., United States. Maybe he would be. I think, yes, I believe so. I there, believe there that. Be something to it. I, I, I think so, too. I, I didn't think about it at first, but 
I think with a lot of the people there in that room, I'm not sure what their opinion is, but I know that a lot of Canadians in particular don't exactly have the strongest liking to Gary Bettman, mostly because of his perceived poor treatment of the Canadian franchises and the growth of the game in the southern states. I I don't know how... It's not, to me, that... But at the same time... But it's, I know it's not a good perception perception at all, but at the same time, Batman was already- Well, I agree with some of that. Yeah, I mean, not saying it's wrong, but like, I think that, how do I say it? Canadian anti-American sentiment, just just my hunch, I don't know for sure. Perhaps. I don't don't know that it's necessarily anti, but if it's not something that, because most of the people on the hockey hall board, they're Canadian. Right. Yes. Uh, so it's not necessarily taught in our sports history and the yes. lexicon of Canadian sports. So guys like Lanny McDonald probably knows the story of Frank Zamboni, but it was, it was something he would have learned from other people. He wouldn't have learned that in school. He wouldn't have even seen that on TV. Yeah. You know, cause it's not like the, one of the greatest inventions in sports is just not, there's nothing dedicated to it. There's nothing, like it's not on the radar of I think a lot of the people on that board. Yeah, That's what I think. I mean, I, I, and I don't think it's because they're anti-American. I think it's just because it wasn't battered in their heads. Like yes. uh, an older Canadian, God, I hate saying that, but as an older Canadian, you know, like I remember in school, like if hey, if we came up with it, I mean, you're taught that. I mean, if Frank Zamboni was Canadian, they'd all someone would have pushed. Yeah, he would have. I think if he was Canadian, he would have already been in the Hall of Fame already years and years and years ago. No question about it. I think the fact matters considering that he was American. He grew up in Idaho. He made his invention in Los Angeles, you know, Paramount, California. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, and I think probably also because, you know, it's just not something a lot of Canadian kids like. For instance, for football, you're always told about you know oh the grand ohio but you know you also never hear about the lexicon of sports origins in you know yale or you know professional origins in pittsburgh you never really hear about it because it wasn't really battered in their head but if the zamboni was created in canada as opposed to america you would have already seen the man get inducted and you probably would have seen him be seen as a literal national hero in many instances but because that's not the case yeah because it's not the case and like yeah, I mean, hockey, ice hockey is the sport. It is the lifeblood of Canada. It absolutely is. Hockey is the lifeblood of Canada. I've heard that. I'm, I'm not just saying that to you. <laughs> anyone that knows even a little bit about Canada knows yeah. it's hockey. It's hockey country. Mm-hmm. Everyone that knows even a little bit about Canada knows that. But, like, whenever anyone is, like, I me, mean, I forget the guy's name. The guy that go- scored the uh, game-winning goal in the Olympics, that you know, forget forget his name. Um, well, Paul Henderson. He, it wasn't the Olympics. It was the what was it then? It was the 1972 Summit Series. Uh, yeah, there yeah. was. Yeah, so yeah, like Paul Paul Henderson is. Yeah, there was actually a CBC movie about him. Only it was just people. It was just about a bunch of kids watching it. Well, pray for me, Paul Henderson. Yeah, that, that that's what it was. That's what it was. when they beat the USSR. That's that's right, what it was. Right. Well, well, that that was a, a massive thing for Canada on 
the sporting stage. We didn't have a whole lot of any, that was 72, that was the year I was born, how old I am. But yeah, that was something that the, the country sort of stood still for that. And it's, it's really interesting sort of seeing all the history of that. And a, lo a lot of that was made better because of the work of Frank Zamboni. Uh, I think this is a great way to segue into something that you're gonna be a part of. Mm -hmm. uh, there is going to, so uh, likely, I, I haven't picked the day yet, but probably in the, in the next week and a half or so, we are gonna have another mock committee. And this time we're going to pick who we think should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame class of 2022, I guess, slash 2021, because I, they, they, well, they canceled the 2021. I don't know if they're just going to make a double thing or they're just not, I don't know. So look for that soon on the network, the Bucknerverse, as I call it, because that'll be coming up shortly. And if you want to be a part of that, let us know. Uh, we're always looking for some fresh, fresh uh, people for that. Uh, I've got a couple new faces that'll be joining us. So I'm very excited about that. And it's pretty much just going to be who are, who do we think will join the Sedins? Because there's no point debating that one. <laughs> yeah, you can't debate. And, and, and people say like, would they share the same plaque? They're not going to because it'd be two separate plaques. I hear. Who said that? Some people jokingly say, "Oh, because they're so linked together, you might as well have the same plaque Ooh, together." Be stupid. Yeah, it'd be funny, but like it would be stupid. But it is still crazy. The fact of the matter is like. These two twin brothers were drafted right next to each other by the exact same team and played the entire career together. That's that itself is an amazing story. It's it's a great story. Uh, now, if they want to give their uh, speech together, that's different. That's completely different. I don't know how much different one would be from the other. They're both the same. More or less. They look the same. They're they played a little similar. None's twenty-two. The other's thirty-three. Like yeah. again. Yeah. So that's going to be coming up soon and that and so much more on the Not in Hall of Fame network. So yeah. wherever you are, wherever you may be, stay safe, everybody. Mm. See you guys.